G'day guys, Nortsy here from The Debrief, a very excited Nortsy. I've got the arrival of a new addition into our family in this household, um, my wife due very, very soon, any minute really, but also just hoping she can hold on maybe till after Sunday because I'm very excited to see all the red and blue descend on the MCG for our big premiership party. Just thought, I'm in a generous mood today, so I just thought, bugger it, I'll give you guys 10 minutes of the Rodney Grinter interview that I did last week with a man that I would say is a bit of an unsung hero of the Melbourne Football Club. He was a trainer under Neil Danaher in his playing days under uh, Swooper Northy. He was a consistent performer in what was a consistent outfit as well. Yes, they didn't achieve the ultimate. We're aware of that, but they're a pretty good team. So he gives us some great insights about uh, some of his teammates back in the day, but all the integral work that he's done with the Past Players Association. Um, absolutely fantastic, an absolute gem when it comes to reuniting ex-players uh, and bringing them together. And you'll hear in this clip what he did with some of the ex-players and putting them in a WhatsApp group during finals time. And I think there's roughly 160 ex-demons in there. The banter would have been off the charts, but an amazing initiative. Um, he continues to help people rebuild relationships, maintain relationships, and it's brought the club closer together as well. So I can't speak highly enough of the work that he's done off the field with the Past Players Association. You're about to hear what it's all about with this little clip that I'm going to play you guys for free. If you want to listen to the full hour-long version with Rob Grinter, then you need to be a premium subscriber of The Debrief. Simply head to thehoard.com to sign up annually or monthly. There's a 30% discount on annual subscriptions. Get access to Grinter, Peter Jackson, Paul Rose, Todd Viney, all the interviews we did throughout the season as well with uh, past players like Nita and Robbo. Uh, but you'll really enjoy the premiership content and the insights that we heard from all of these men. So anyway, I'll stop talking and I'll shut up now, I'll roll the tape. And uh, as I said off the top, I just cannot wait to see the Melbourne faithful at the MCG on Sunday. Okay, well, if we go back to when I first came down to Melbourne, um, a young guy from the country, 17 years of age, um, you know, um, created a great group of friends through that under-19s, uh, into seconds, into seniors, and had 13 years at the footy club. So during that 13 years at Melbourne, um, I was always big on... Um, getting together and uh, having fun. Um, so, you know, we'd play and do what we needed to do, but also enjoy enjoy each other's company. And um, so during that period, once I sort of um, I got established within the, within the senior team, we all have um, footy trips, we all have Mad Mondays. So there has to be somebody within the group to take charge of organising that. So that was a big part of um, me having a lot of fun with guys when and I and I I used to adore Mad Monday not because you'd get you know you get on the source but it was just um, you would see the person that you'd busted your backside with all year be himself because yeah they weren't trying to you know they weren't training hard it was a time where everybody was just so relaxed and it was all fun and yeah, that, those days were were magnificent. And then your footy trips, of course, um, well, they're multiple days like that. <laughs> um, so I love doing all that sort of stuff and love pulling everybody together. So 
post my um, tenure at Melbourne when I went down to Tassie and there was a three-year stint where I was away from the club. Um, and then when I came back after my uh, playing career had finished, so I played with Katandra, as you mentioned, where I grew up for a year and won a flag with them and then moved the family back from Tassie and played a year with East Burwood in um, 99 under Alan Richardson. Uh, he was a playing coach. Um, we won a flag there. And then it was time to um, hang the boots up. I knew I was done. And I got a phone call from um, Gary Lyon asking me to have a meeting with Neil Danaher to see if I'd be interested in being uh, being the runner and ran for Neil for seven years. So then I got back involved on to the um, onto the committee. So this is going back to 2000 and uh, yeah, 2000. And on the committee, we had um, John Lord, we had Brian Dixon, we had uh, Ted Carroll um, as the elder guys on the committee. Um, and the way that that was being run um, for me didn't really didn't really sit right. So um, I just said to them, "Look, I'm all about bringing blokes back together." And I said, "What I'll do is I'm going to step off the committee, but I'll promise you I'll organise one." past player function year, which is the first Friday of December. So this year is our 19th, um, 19th year of that. Um, but then after a couple of years of, um, of not being officially involved on the committee, uh, Nita, David Neitz, um, Anthony McDonald, I think it was Anthony McDonald, then Anthony handed it over to, to Nita as in terms of the presidency. And then Nita asked me to come back on and then... I was on there for probably, I don't know, uh, 12 months maybe, and then Nita went to Hawthorne to um, do some coaching. Yeah. So obviously couldn't, couldn't do the, um, uh, couldn't do the uh, presidency, so I ended up becoming president, uh, I think it was about six years ago. Um, so we've been able to get some youth into, the, into our committee. So we've got Robbo, uh, Russell Robinson, Daniel Ward, Paul Hopgood, John O'Hearn, um, uh, there's myself, and then we've got some non-pass players, but some officials that have worked at the footy club, Spike Harris, Linda Carroll, uh, Jackie Emerton, uh, Paul Burnham, the Rev, and Mark Jenkins. He's, a, he's an ex-board member. Yep. And um, so all I wanted to make sure we did was to keep plenty of options available for our pass players and officials to catch up. So... There's many events, not, not saturating them because everybody's got lives to live and they've got family, but give them plenty of opportunities for, for us to catch up. Um, so we hold, uh, pre-COVID, um, hold three to four past players, family and friends days at the MCG. Uh, we have a reunion every year, the Thursday before the grand final. And then during this time, you know, the, the first Friday in December catch up for me had always been uh, just past players, and there's a, there's a core group of probably about 30 to 40 that would turn up every year. And we had guys, Earl Spalding, um, uh, Steve Turner would fly over from Perth for it because they all knew, and that's why I wanted to pick a date, a bit like the Melbourne Cup. The Melbourne Cup's on the first Tuesday of um, November. Um, I couldn't hold it in September because of finals footy. I couldn't hold it in October, November because of... Um, you know, the racing and spring carnival. And I didn't want to go too late in December because <laughs> then you've got Christmas parties and functions. So the first Friday in December just sounded good. So we, we locked that in and that's 
been the case um, for 19 or 18 years, this being the 19th. Um, and your question about the WhatsApp group, how that came about was that Matty Goodrope from the footy club rang me after the preliminary final and, and asked whether I'd be able to organise some little video messages to, uh, to send to him that he would put together um, and then they would present it to the players in the lead-up to the grand final. So he said if you could do it and do it on a WhatsApp because it's easy to send and receive and to be able to cut it and do whatever they do. So um, I said, yeah, great idea, no worries. So I sat down on my phone, I went through my phone um, and was going from A down to Z and I had and that, and there was a hundred phone numbers of past players that I had in my phone that had WhatsApp. So it was just an ad, ad, ad. Yeah. Um, so we ended up having a hundred. And then my first message to that hundred was that this is what we want to do. Um, um, you know, if you if you can, if you're up to it, you know, do a landscape on your phone, um, a thirty second, a minute sort of message to the past players. Uh, sorry, to the current players leading into the. Um, into the grand final. So then that got some legs because there were some other guys, oh, you know, can you add this bloke? Can you add that bloke? Because yeah. I didn't have their phone number. They'd send me their phone number. They would be on WhatsApp. So at the moment, we at its peak, we had 164. We've had a couple drop off. We've got still got 161 sitting on that WhatsApp group. So the banter that ended up happening um, from, from the time of setting that up to the grand final was – Amazing and funny. Um, Chris Connolly has got a, a library full of photos from footy trips going back to the <laughs> you know the early eighties to you know to the nineties and then even into um, you know his time when he was at the club uh, back involved at the club. Um, so those memories for a lot of those guys back in the early eighties, even late seventies, um, for everybody was just uh, funny and it, and it really engaged them back into the footy club and they remembered and reflected on their time at the footy club. And that, I think that's the, the most important thing for me with all of this sort of stuff. You know, sometimes you, you, you know, you're lucky if you leave a footy club on your terms, there's not too many that do. You always think that you've got another year in you or whatever. Um, so somebody has to tell you that you're finished. And then the, that player goes away um, not happy with the, with the Melbourne football club, which really, it had nothing to do with me. Mm. It had nothing to do with, you know, his teammate. So this season with what the footy club has done on the field and also off the field in terms of engagement and uh, bringing people back together has built a lot of bridges. Um, and I think, you know, um, Friday night's going to be uh, going to be one hell of a night and then you've got, obviously, that Sunday. Um, so, I've you know, uh, I haven't really... Um, well, we did saturate the messages going uh, from from the preliminary final up to the grand final with messages from everybody. Um, uh, you know, good one. Obviously, they're all good. And then Gary, Gary was obviously on it, and he was over in Perth, so he was he was engaged on it. So he was telling all of us what was going on over there, which was terrific for us to see and yeah. hear. Um, and all the boys that were that live in Perth were sending video messages of what was going on and um yeah so it was um it was an it was an unreal um sort of group 
And I'm, I'm just hoping that that group continue to stay connected um, and we keep communicating. And it's a good source of communication for us in terms of what's going on with our footy club um, um, from a, a past player's point of view with events and, you know, and even you know, just things that um, past players have available to them through the AFL Players Association, um, through our association at, at, at Melbourne. Um, and then, you know, if someone's a bit crook or if someone passes away, you know, sometimes a lot of people um, don't know that that's happened. True. But with this group, with this group, it's just a quick little flick out and all of a sudden you've reached out to 161 and then they can speak to, you know, their, their connections and whatnot. So, um, yeah, so it went, it, it, it went not viral, but... Um, privately was, viral. Yeah, privately viral, yeah. yeah. And it was... Um, Everyone was engaged in it, so everyone loved that reconnection, and and that's what I love about um, what I do with the past players. 